y'all, and welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have motivational empowerment speaker, author, entrepreneur, and self-proclaimed by God, the zealous trailblazer, Joyce K. Adams. Growing up, you went through a lot. Some would say that what you went through probably would have turned them into, you know, would have said it was a tragedy, but it didn't do that for you. So I want you, if you don't mind, sharing your testimony. So growing up, um, I dealt with abandonment, rejection. I've been molested, you know, dealt with um, rape, um, daddy, mommy issues, you name it, I've been through it all, right? As I was growing up, I began to just didn't love myself. So I became this mean and angry person. And it was like, I didn't like that part of me. And so, but that didn't stop me from being mean and stuff. And so as I continued to grow, um, as I could continue to grow, I think maybe I was about 13 or 14. I tried to commit suicide because nobody was listening to me. Mm -hmm. I would reach out and it was like, everybody was not listening. I'm like, hello, can you hear me? I'm, I'm screaming for help. And so, um, like I said, I attempt, even though I felt that I should have been dead because of how many pills that I took, but God says, no, it's not your time. And Mm -hmm. so I ended up going into a mental hospital. And when I got to that mental hospital, I felt some kind of peace because I was able to help other people, the other kids that were in there. And I didn't realize it at that moment in time that that's what my gift was in helping others to see the best in them. I can help others see the best in them, but I couldn't see the best in me. Hmm. And so my identity, it pretty much got lost during when the child molestations came about. And, and I lost my voice because when they told you, Shh, be quiet, don't tell nobody. And when people tell you, oh, go sit down, right? Not that they was being mean, you know, the parents, whatever. It's like, oh, you know, go sit down, be over there. And so I had older sisters, but it still felt like I was by myself. Because there was a point in time where I had to go live with my dad and my two sisters, they stayed with my mother. So we all have um, different dads. And so um, I didn't understand at that, at that time why I had to go live with my dad. So it's like, oh, you giving me up? You know, I'm crying and screaming, pulling my hair out like, why, why, why? And so, um, but God's purpose was all in that. But I couldn't see it because I'm this young girl. Nobody's talking to me. Nobody's communicating. And so um, what I do need to share is that we need to communicate with our kids, right? And even when it comes to um, our family, relatives, friends, whoever around our kids, if they get a a funny feeling of somebody touching them the wrong way or trying to tickle them, but really they're trying to fill up on them. And Mm -hmm. and our kids, they're going to feel something. And so they need to quickly open their mouth we can't look past them. We have to tell our kids this. So we have to communicate with the kids. Guess what? If you feeling uncomfortable because Bobby is tickling you or Jane, she's uh, rubbing on your head too much or a certain type of way and you get an uncomfortable feeling, please share with me so I can address it. Right. So right. a lot of times um, as parents, I'm guilty of this because I didn't I didn't talk about it in the beginning until um, God started bringing back everything that had happened to me so that I can release it. Because I buried all this stuff down. So, you know, just bury, bury, bury. Jump on top of jump. Jump on top of jump. And so um, the testimony is long. So I'm going to be skipping through. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. (laughs) And so um, 
So when I had to go live with my dad, I really felt like I was by myself because my dad, him, it was him and my stepmother, and I had an older uh, stepbrother. So the stepbrother probably was about 18, but they were never there. So I would come home. I would First of all, I would wake up to an empty home, and I would come home to an empty home. So they didn't really get home until like 6 or 7 p.m., right? And so here it is. I'm all by myself. Some days I'm hungry. I can't eat until somebody gets there because there was no food to be, um, there was no food prepared. And so, and so during that time, it was like, okay, now what, what am I going to do? So I turned to food, food became my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And, um, my dad, he would leave, you know, a little change and the ice cream truck would come and I fill up with all this junk. And, um, all of a sudden, you know, my weight started to explode. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I never really thought about my weight until, I was in, I think it was in sixth grade and we was in music class and my legs started jiggling and the girl was like, why is your leg jiggling? And I was like, I don't know. Right. She didn't mean no harm by it. Right. Right. You know, being that kid, she's like, oh, your leg is jiggling. Why is your leg jiggling? And I was Uh like, I don't know. And so Uh I went into this just dark place to where that, that the embarrassment came in over me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, she wasn't picking on me. Nobody have ever picked on me as that fat child. I was my worst enemy because I'm looking in the mirror and I'm looking at everybody else, but not, you know, embracing who I was and, you know, really didn't get that proper um, guidance on how much to eat um, because back then your weight wasn't really a question, right? So right. Uh, for my household anyway, the weight wasn't a question yeah, you'll go to the doctor, doctor say you're a little overweight. Oh, okay, we'll do a little bit of workout for a week. And guess what? You back at it. And so when that day came, it was like, ah, again, this dark place I was I had entered into. And then um, you know, time time started going past. Um, we ended up moving to a larger home. And so in this new location, it was time for a new school, right? And so new new girl on the block, and I can remember um going to this school and my sister, she had did my hair in this real ugly type of hairstyle. I said, I can't go to this new school like this. <laughs> right? I said, mm-hmm. don't laugh at me. I can't. So I ended up going to school anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, new kid on the block. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm this gay girl. Right? I said, me? I'm coming, you know, walking into school. Hey, you that gay, you that gay new girl. How did you get that title? You want to know too? I still don't know from this day, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, that was another piece that crushed me. The enemy, he was trying to just keep me silent, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that thing hurt my heart so bad. I'm like, because why would you call me gay? I mean, you know, to each his own, first of all, let me disclose that, you know, to each his own. But I know for me, in my household, that's not what we, that's not how we live. Right. And so... Um, and it just, it just crushed me. And it was like, okay, but I now understand as I'm sitting here talking to you, God needed me to see how these people feel when they're be, you know, names are calling about them being gay. Right. And so, mm-hmm. but at that time when she had called me gay, let me tell you, I was, um, I act like I fell out in school. So I didn't have to go to school. They had to call an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the lady was like, she didn't fall. I didn't hear, <laughs> I didn't hear anything fall because I was sitting in the office. Mm-hmm. There it is. I was like, I got to get out of this place. They better get me out of here. And so I fell on the floor and I was like, where am I? Like, 
Okay, okay. Academy Award winner. <laughs> Where am I? How did I get here? Oh, can somebody please call my dad? Wow. <laughs> well, I can sit and laugh at it now, but I'm telling you, that thing, that thing crushed my whole life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that whole thing. So um, parents end up going to talk to her parents and and it was like, oh, y'all not going to do anything? It was like, kids just being kids. No, this thing, this thing. Well, back then, they, exactly teasing was nothing. You know, exactly. bullying was nothing. That was a part of life. Exactly. You know? but that's it. That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, I'm gonna skip up uh, some pieces, right? And so, after through all that, um, I became real nonchalant. Um, again, still angry, bitter. You couldn't tell me nothing. Um, so, I, there'd be times when my aunts would come up to visit, and I had um, cousins. They was very well mannered. Yes, sir. No, sir. And I was like, Why are y'all saying that? Right. <laughs> It was like, you're supposed to say, I said, well, you ain't going to hear me say that to your parents. I said, I don't need to say that to my old parents. Mm-hmm. And, so, um, and I was like, man, they are so well-mannered. And so I'll be isolated all in my room. They was like, come mm. on down here and play. I'd be like, no. And so um, just that broken part, right? And so the only comfort that I was receiving was from my doll babies. But what I understand now God, he was always meeting me in the closet. He was he was always playing with me, but I didn't see it then, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm so by myself, blah, blah. Woe was me at that young right. age because nobody never talked to me and, you know, really communicated. That's why it's so important to communicate as soon as our kids come out of the womb, right? And as soon as, if we are even connected to any kids, nieces and nephews, we got to begin to pour into them. And because it's our responsibility, especially if I see a little kid and God is like, you need to go talk. And I turn my head. God be like, Mm-mm, get on over there and talk to that kid because mm-hmm. they need to hear something because the parents are not always at that place. And which is OK, because as they see their kids are, you know, changing and turning. A lot of times God uses our kids to change right. us. Right. And so, OK, let's fast forward. And here we go. We're going to get to 2000 now. Um <laughs> 2016, 2016. So throughout this process, I was dealing with a whole lot of men, a whole lot of men, right? And so mm-hmm. I am the one that you will call frisky, all the men, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, looking for love, I was looking for love, and um, there was maybe one relationship I can really say, maybe two, um, that they really show unconditional love because I said I would have left myself how mean and horrible I was. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, these men, they did everything to try to please me until I just pushed them away. And so I come to understand is that I was pushing them away so that they wouldn't reject me or hurt me. But at the end of the day, only thing I did was just hurt myself. Right. And so not realizing what I had did also affected them. And so I had, you know, go back now, now that I'm, you know, where I'm at right now, I had to go back and to apologize to the ones that I could for anything that I had interrupted in their life because I know I affected somebody else's life because of the way that I treated them. And so every other woman that they dealt with, it was a part of me, a brokenness. It was a brokenness and they couldn't love. They couldn't really truly love. And they had some good women because we, you know, we we became friends after the fact. And Mm -hmm. I know that they had some good women, but because um, they didn't release 
the baggage from what I had poured into their life. They wasn't able to love the way that they needed to love the, uh, you know, the other woman. Mm-hmm. And so guess what? I took that guilt on. And I'm like, man, I done messed this man's life up. So there's some guilt that I put on. There's some shame that I put on. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the relationships that I was in, um, it was he was he was very sneaky. And this one I thought probably would have killed me, but it was all in my mind because it was like, do I really love him or was it just a lust thing or was it just a more of a control thing that I thought I had on him, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And so um, in this relationship, you know, uh, he told me, um, well, number one, he first of all lied and said, he didn't have any kids and turned out he had five kids and he wasn't in a relationship. I'll come to find out he was in a relationship. Um, now all this came to the light after Adam had his baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you remember the song by Mary J. Blige, um, uh, it's like girlfriend. Um, I wasn't disrespectful. In fact, she's hundred percent sure. Um, how can I argue with her with a baby? Like yours, something of that sort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That song had came out, but I had to change the words to fit my situation because I didn't know nothing about this woman. Right. And then, um, when everything apparently hit the she didn't know nothing about you either. No, ma'am. But he had a sister. She had said something, and when I had asked him about it, he was like, "Oh, she's the crazy sister, so she don't know anything." So, of course, me being new into this, you know, family atmosphere. Only thing I could do was just believe what he said. But did I really believe right. what he said? No. Or more was it so just being blind and just like, okay, let me just settle. Because I didn't see my worth. I didn't mm-hmm. see better in me. I said, you know, because every man that I had dealt with besides um, maybe the, the, the first one was um, they, they, they pretty much settled. It wasn't what God wanted for me. Mm-hmm. It was not what God wanted for me because I was choosing these individuals. So mm-hmm. I don't regret being with any of them, but um, I chose them because when I looked at me, I thought I could make them to be better. So I was trying to fix them, right? So I would get mm-hmm. those who uh, low self-esteem, um, just didn't didn't know who they were, right? They didn't have jobs, so I would help them get jobs. You know, it's like I was pretty much trying to just build them, but it was like, what are mm-hmm. you doing? You're not right? And mm-hmm. so... You know, after um, that, that trying to fix all these men and you was broken yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Way broken. So trying to hide Mm -hmm. behind it, acting like I got it all together. Oh, let me help you do this. Mm -hmm. Let me help you do that. And the inside, I'm tore up. And and even though I thought I hid it, I couldn't hide it because uh, the men that I was attracting, that's what was coming my way. So versus Mm -hmm. me looking in that mirror and saying, oh, this is me, right? Right. From the attitudes, from uh, the lack, from the lies, from the cheating, from just being unfaithful. And so it's like, wait, I'm looking at you, but am I looking at me? Right? That's what I should have seen. But because I was blind to it and didn't want to see who I truly was. That's a message right there, girl. That's a message right there. A lot of women, and I've been in that boat too, Mm -hmm. you actually pick who you are. So if you're in a bad mental state, you're going to pick bad mental state. And that is exactly what you want to attract. And so um, 
it was like there were times when men with suits would try to talk, but I knew I couldn't talk to them because I was like, I was intimidated by them. I'm like, uh, no. But because I was broken, it was like, no, I want the one with the, the thug life. You know, uh, let, let me fix him up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me, you know, we were like Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you know, dealing in all these relationships, man, I look back and I smile because God kept me. Because literally, I probably should have been dead in God for real, dealing with some of these men. Uh, you know, they kicking my door down. Jesus, that's the one I kicked my door down. And so, um, even though I knew who Jesus was, but I didn't have that relationship. So I knew mm-hmm. who he was and, um, you know, saved, you know, but still living in the streets. And so here I am, uh, when the guy kicked my door down, God had already told me not to see him the night before. But I'm like, oh, I'm not hearing him. I don't hear that. So I knew it was issues going on because number one, traffic, everything, everything was just going wrong. It was like I was ready to turn around, but nope. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so anyway, um, he gets to the house. Um, again, you know I'm raw, so it was just more so a sexual type of thing. And right. so after we was finished having sex, it was like you still here. <laughs> we end up getting into it, and the next thing you know, this this joker kicks my door down, and God, he had made sure that it was enough money to the penny to get that door fixed. When I say wow. to the penny, because the only thing I could do, I couldn't even be mad. I said, I look up, I said, God, forgive me. Mm, you told me. Yeah. You did. <laughs> and, but you know, his grace and mercy was so beautiful because he made sure I had enough to the penny. Because mm-hmm. he knew you was going to be hard-headed. Ooh, when I say to the he penny. He knew you was going to yeah. be hard-headed. I mean, he already knew, and it was like, mm-hmm. I told you, come on, get that punishment, receive it like a big girl, like you was that big girl who was laying up, mm-hmm. you ain't had no business laying up and going to get somebody when you ain't had no business going to get nobody. Come on. And so, um, you know, through all that, and, you know, growing up, you know, in church, out of church in church oh i'm gonna do right for this amount of time then come right on back out mm-hmm. uh, running the streets drinking um never did any drugs i did i, I think i smoked one time and it was like oh I, I can't do this right because mm-hmm. it, it just put me to sleep <laughs> and so um but you know I, I started drinking to the point to where um i, I was losing losing me even more mm-hmm. but what i have to say is during the the moments that i was drinking all that stuff that I was holding in, it started coming up that I did not realize that was there. And mm-hmm. so um, the more and more I drank, that stuff started coming up. And it was like, wait a minute, I really don't like who I am the next day. And so people would tell mm-hmm. me the things that I said. I'd be like, man, can y'all record me? Because I need I need this stuff so that I can see what's really going on. And so uh, make a long story short on that part, I started dealing with another individual and we actually met online. We had talked online for maybe like three years before we actually seen each other. And then um, he wasn't my type, but there was something that uh, drew us together. So we end up getting together and, um, you know, that we it was good. I thought it was mm-hmm. good. All of a sudden, that soul tie came in because I'm not an argumentative person. So he would like to argue, and I'm like, I don't do this arguing, though, bro. Right? Right. <laughs> so um, I just noticed that that shift 
And I was like, what is going on? And I became, uh, it came to a point to where I was idolizing him, right? It's like, I stopped going to church. I stopped listening to the word. I was drinking more. Um, not saying that he was the cause because I had my own choices, but that's what I started to do more of. Mm-hmm. And so um, when him and I, we uh, broke up, it was like, the, again, I thought it was the end of the world. And then, but we were still in communi- you know, communication with one another. And um, I would say some horrible things that um, I say, I said some horrible things and I did apologize for for it. And so he ended up passing away um, maybe three months after I said those horrible things. He had passed away from a, a motorcycle accident. Oh, and man. that thing hit me when I say it hit me, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm because sure. I, know, I know what I had said to him. And then it was like, whoa. And the thing is, we had talked maybe two hours before he had passed away. And so, you know, I had that that last voicemail to where he was trying to get back in contact with me. And it was like, man, if I would have just answered the phone. And so I had woke up uh, maybe a little bit after midnight and something said, call him. And I was like, no, I can't call him. And so um, that's that's the time that the tragedy had happened. And so when I say I was broken, I mean, I literally cried every day for almost a year. You would have thought mm-hmm. him and I was married. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought I was a grieving widow. It's like, girl, that was your your ex-boyfriend, <laughs> your, your friend. Um, but that soul tie was still there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and you I didn't get like, that closure. Mm-mm, nope. And it was yeah. like, God, I can't keep doing this thing. I need mm-hmm. you to set me free. And I said, drinking and driving, um, not just about to kill myself, but kill other people that are surrounding me, kill those right. who are in the car. And it was like, how can I be doing this? You know, because my, my dad, he was an alcoholic. And I told myself, I said, I, I can't go down this line. But here I mm-hmm. am following down his path. And it's like, no, Jesus, take this stronghold away from me. I can't mm-hmm. do this no more. And so I'm driving to work, crying, snotting everywhere. And I said, God, you better send me some help before I help myself. And so um, I started, I was attending a church and they had a class that was called Sisters Shopping Sisters. And then I got an email from them saying, we'd like you to join this join this class. And so in this class, they began to um, teach you how to really look deep and down and, you know, pull up those, pull up those weeds. And here it is. I'm like, okay, Jesus, I know I asked for this. I'm going all the way in. I'm going all the way in, Jason. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and it's one, it's one, um, it's one thing that we had to do. And it was called the mirror, mirror. I always mm-hmm. talk about this one because it's like look in the mirror and see what you see. And so mm-hmm. when I first looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, I'm cute. I look, I look okay, but my nose is a little big, um, you know, but not really looking deep down. And so right. she said, go back. she said, go back and do your homework again and allow God to show you what you really see. And I said, oh, okay, okay, I see, <laughs> I see that. Oh, oh, I'm worthless. Oh, I'm I'm really insecure. Oh, I'm really ugly. Oh, I'm really not love. Oh, I gotta go deeper. Are you telling me I really gotta go deeper? Uh, I'm broken. I'm fake. Oh, I'm being phony. Ah, and then you still want me to go deeper? I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. no, I'm not. I'm not going no deeper. Go deeper and let God show you what he sees in you. I was mm. like, okay. Ooh, you're chosen. 
you are beautiful. You are anointed. You're powerful. You're smart. You are who I called you to be. Right? And I was like just tearing. I said, but why can't I see that yet? And it was like, it's coming. It's coming. Yes. As you continue to wash your face and wash these masks off, because I didn't just have that one mask on. I had mask on top of mask, mask on top of mask. I had a mask for when I went to work. I had a mask for when I thought I came home, right? Because mm -hmm. half of that mask was off. Because I was trying to be this person, but on the other side, I was like, right? right? And so right. everywhere I went, there was a different mask that popped up. And so it's like, who the heck are you? <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And and so through, you know, through that um that S2S, I began to release that baggage, right? And so I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say I didn't grab hold back of that baggage because I did, but it was like, no, I understand now when I do pick up that stuff when I know I shouldn't, because it's like you get this uncommon feeling, like, what are you doing? Holy Spirit, he speaks. Why, why did you go pick that back up? And I had already took it from you. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you be in control because you still feel like you in control. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, okay, all right. You can come back. How did that work for you? Did, did that work out when you picked that thing back up? No, because you found yourself what back having sex with men. You found yourself back drinking. You found back yourself in that old mess again. All this old slop. mess. Mm -hmm. Old. Thank you. Thank you, man. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and it was like, okay. And so once I finally just like, oh, okay, here I am. I'm ready. I am so ready. So I was able to get through the class. Um, it was, it was a, a breath of fresh air to be able to mm -hmm. say, I accomplished something because I don't remember accomplishing anything. And I think I was 40, 43 then. I don't recall accomplishing anything, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was like, wow, this is my first accomplishment. I can do more. And so um, I had dropped out of high school when I was eight, um, 17, 17. I had one more year and I had just had my son. And so, and I always tried to go back to school to get my GED, but I didn't want my GED. I wanted my high school diploma. So mm -hmm. every time I went to go try to get this GED, it didn't work out. So I mm -hmm. ended up dropping out again. Oh, here I am again, that failure, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but after this class, God said, sign up and go back to school for your high school diploma. I said, high school diploma? Oh, okay. Got to doing the research. All right. Went back to school and, you know, doing the thing. I was making better grades than I did when I was in high school, right? Come on now. Like, oh, I like this. I said, I miss this. I, I like this one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh right. <laughs> You was smart. You was impotent. <laughs> when I ain't know something, I was like, Holy Spirit, what is the answer? And when I say mm -hmm. he gave me the answer, he gave me the answer. I came out of that thing with A's and B's. I wouldn't even get that when I was in high school. And um, it's like, whoa, okay, Jesus. And so during that time of me um, going to school, here it is, the enemy, he tried to throw something in to distract me to think that mm -hmm. I'm going to fall back. My um my nephew, he was um, one and a half and he was murdered during this process. Mm. And and it was like, oh, okay, I gotta be here for my brother. Oh, God, I need I need your strength because it's hard to see a baby that has been yes. murdered, right? Yeah. So 
I have um, had cousins who was murdered, um, you know, death. I, I can deal with death. But when it comes to an innocent baby, God, you want me to, you want me to be what? You want me to be the rock? You want me to, I can't scream? And then I hear, you want me to forgive him? Oh, okay. 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 I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But I need, I need your strength, God. Because I got to be here for my brother. I got to be here for the baby's mother. I got to be here for the family. Okay, wow. but I, I'm going to stay in my lane, though. Because when you tell me to move, that's when I'll move to, to do the things that you're calling me for to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so even um, dealing with the you know the school, um, my teacher, she was so amazing. Because if I didn't have her, I probably would have had to wait to another year to finish. But she had so much. God had, God used her to have so much grace upon me. So that way she was like, no, you just do this, 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 and, and you're good. You're done. I need you to focus on your family. So it's not like I was um, focusing on school and not my family. So it's like, God, help. Because these people are about to go crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But I have to be the one to forgive this young man. I have to set the standard. I, I, I got to do something. So, and, you know, we're still going through that process because that, that's why we had to cancel the show last time because right. um, because the of the trial. Case. Right. Yeah, it ended up being a mistrial, so we got to go back. So it's not over yet. But no. Um, yes. But God. Yes, he'll I'm fix gonna, it. Yeah, I'm a, that's what I'm going to say. I'm Everything's saying, for God. a reason. It's pro- it was a private reason why it was a mistrial. So Exactly. God is doing something. So I, I pray for the young man. Just just pray that he be, you know, he gets saved and also for my my uh my brother. Yeah. And, yes. Um the baby mother for their strength. But you know, they have the strength that has been upon them, especially here lately, it's just been like, Wow, okay, God. Okay. So that makes me see that guess what? I have to stay in alignment, right? Because people lives, they they need someone that um, that will pour into them. I mean, really pour into them, not just say I'm coming in for a moment and then you leave out. No, I got to make sure that you're good. I got to make sure you know how um, that baby, you're raising that baby up as that baby get to walking and going to the next step, going to the next step. That's what we got to do when we put our hands on these young kids and mm-hmm. um, anybody God assigns to us. We can't just take them for that moment. Only God can tell us when to release them. And, and God would speak to them saying, guess what? It's time for me to transition on to the next. Right. Amen. And right. so we we be so quick to just like, oh, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. But somebody took the time out with you. Right. And so it's like, why, why your attention span is so short that you can't take time out for me? You know, when God put that for person. Anybody. Right. Right. Yeah, when God put that person in your, in, under you are. God assigned you to, to that person. So guess what? You got to take time out for that person the same way that somebody that God assigned to you. So you got to, you know, do the same. But oh, I'm so right. busy. I'm busy, 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 busy. Yeah, that's right. the problem. You're busy. Right. You're not being productive. That's why you're running right. out of time. Because right. listen, I know about that busy thing. I say I was busy, 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 busy. But when I found myself productive, I had enough time to do everything that God had assigned to that day. And I was just able to rest in peace. It's okay. Amen. Um, it's so, so speaking funny. of being productive, uh-huh. I, I, your book, uh-huh. I want to talk about your book that you've written because you, in your book, you actually go into detail about your testimony, about what you went through and basically just more of a, uh, I don't want to call it a guide, but more of a testimony walk 
through of how you can get through it. Now yeah. tell everybody, tell us about your book. Uh, look, everything I just talked about was in the book. The whole thing. Well, you that's just said, well, well, that's true. <laughs> that's pretty much what I was talking about. You know, the things I was talking about just came from the book, right? And mm -hmm. so the, the piece to where, um, you know, overcoming all of that is really, really surrendering all over to God, right? Mm -hmm. Surrendering and really getting out of your way, submitting, trusting the people that God sends to you. Because there was a point in time where I was hungry for that teaching, for that for that uh, influencer, for somebody to just take me under the wing. So I would pick the wrong people, right? And so... Mm -hmm. The enemy, he used that, they, they, they go that rejection, but no, 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 I'm coming out of this. And so mm -hmm. when I began to take my hand off of him, like, okay, Jesus, I'm going to stay in your word. And guess what? He started sending those, those people who really want to pour into my life to help me to grow, you know, and still, because people think that, 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 that pain, all that bondage that you've been holding on to for 40, 50 years, just going to go just like that. No, 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 baby. It's a process. Because when you think that you're over one thing, guess what? There's something else going to pop up. And mm -hmm. you got to continue to rely on God's strength. And so, um, yeah, so in the book, it's just pretty much talked about everything that I just said. And um, just, just becoming that overcoming and getting out of your way, believing in who you are. That's the main key is that you got to look in that mirror and believe in who you are. And so, um, that look. Only thing I can tell you, it was God by me just really grabbing onto his word and being sick and tired of myself. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. while you were writing your book, and I know it's easy for you to tell the story, mm -hmm. but when you were writing the book, did you feel like a weight lifting as you was writing it? Oh, yeah, because there's things also that God had me to remember to put in that book. Mm -hmm. And it was like, woo, the, the weight, when I say the weight was coming up, Mm -hmm. that, that, I mean, it was like, ooh, I became light-skinned because I was, you know, little dark, you know, because of, because of the dark. I will unplug you. Do you hear me? <laughs> you know, because of the... Now you start yeah. taking light-skinned pictures. Because <laughs> some of that darkness was still down in there, right? <laughs> so, but... Did your eyebrow raise and your lips pucker? Come on now. <laughs> but um, but you know the, the, the times where um the the tough the tough parts came in to what I never shared with people. It was like, oh, I can't do this, God. Right? No, 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 I can't do this. So it took mm -hmm. me a little. You, longer. Gonna, you wanted to skip that chapter? Exactly. He said, mm 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 mm. No, ma'am. I was like. Look, I'm, I'm sitting here looking like, like he was sitting right next to you like, yeah, go ahead and do it. He's going to look at God and turn around and look at Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Holy Spirit, did you did, what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, the burdens, really. Mm. And when, when I say um, weight, not just the weight that I was um, dealing with, but the weight, the, the access weight that I put on, right? You know, I could be eating right and all this good stuff, but I always know when I'm, I'm packing on some stress, some anxiety or something because my weight, my physical weight, it shows it. And mm -hmm. it's like, uh-oh, something ain't right. What's going on? What's wrong? So that's why it's so important for you to know your body. You got to know your mind. You must know your soul because your body speaks to you 
you like, wait a minute, I'm working out like 20 hours a day, but I, I don't gain 30 pounds. Yeah, because what, what you stressing about? Right? So yeah. um, know your body. But yeah, but I did. I became light skinned. I can show you well, some you, pictures. I can show well, you, you some look, pictures while I was <laughs> Well, you look good, girl. <laughs> With your light skin self. <laughs> I don't even call myself light skin, so it must be the light of the Lord, right? Because I am brown skin. <laughs> With your light skin. <laughs> With your what, 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 little red bones. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so you call yourself a zealous trailblazer. Yes. I know why you call yourself that, but I want you to break it down for those who don't. Why do you well, call yourself a zealous trailblazer? Well, um, you know, I was asking God, I said, God, what what name do you want me to um, represent on my website and things of that sort? And I was going through all these names, empowerment, influencer, blah, 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 blah. And God says, no, you're zealous because what you pour into people, you know, by him using me, what you pour into people is genuine. What you're pouring into people is empowerment, right? You are that one who encouraged that one to encourage themselves. So it's like, I can't, I, I'm going to hold your hand a little bit, but I got to let your hand go because I can pour into you, but I need you to do the work. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's like, okay, Zillius, okay, all right. So that, that's pretty much what he gave me when I was like, uh, the, the Zillius trailblazer. I'm, I'm a battle for you because I am determined to see your fruit. I'm determined to see you get your fruit, that you walk in your fruit. And mm-hmm. so anytime you can come under me, guess what? You have to leave transformed because that means you've been assigned to me. You will become that Zellius trailblazer and you will make up a Zellius trailblazer. Oh, thank you for asking me that. Girl, you just But I need to make people know this is very clear. This is not a game. You are for real, for real, for real, a certified coach. Yes, ma'am. So you for ain't real, just, for real, for you're real. not just, you're just not saying I'm a, I'm a lifetime coach. No, you for real, for real, for certified. For real, for real. For real. So how long you been, how long you been certified and qualified? Oh, look, look, you just remind me of another accomplishment. Oh, wow. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I took that class, what year is this, 2021? 2019? Yep, 2019, right after I graduated, because I said God was next. Mm-hmm. Right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Well, I'm telling you, thank you. You're welcome. That's what I meant to say. Girl, listen. <laughs> yeah, thank, you listen. For, thank you for being a real one, right? <laughs> right. Right. Thanks for being an actual satis- satisfied, certified, satisfied and, and certified and qualified coach. Exactly. A lot of people what? saying they are a lifetime coach and got not, not one piece of paper behind their name. No. And so even the the um the class that I was in, this is like the real deal, breakthrough strategies, whoever's looking to become a, a certified life coach, um, straight, when I say powerful, um, you get great teachings. And yes, I, I got a toothful for Miss Lakeisha Dixon, right? Mm-hmm. Because this woman, I mean, the fire of God, you're gonna get God in each class. So you better come prepared, but you you also gonna get your teaching of um, being that life coach and having God in the midst of that is, is yes. what it's really about because that's how you will be able to interact with the people that you come in contact with. And so um, it's, whew, 
girl. I, I was telling somebody earlier today, so funny. I said I should just sign up just for her class, just because I enjoy being in it. <laughs> just want to do it again. <laughs> Literally, I just was talking. We was just talking about that. Yeah. Mm. Now tell us about joy, uniqueness, empowerment industry. Oh Jesus! So oh. this is a new. This is, <laughs> so this I was like, did new. I say something? <laughs> no, ma'am. Okay. So when I first got my LLC, I thought it was joy, uniqueness, empowerment, coaching, business. Mm-hmm. But that is because I was I knew God gave me joy, uniqueness, empowerment. But the coaching business, I put I put that on, and so. Um, I was trying to start the coaching business. God said, what you doing? I didn't tell you to start anything yet. Oh. You're at the, you know, you're at the foundation of things. I'm like, okay. And so um, he said, but I'm going to let you go out there again and see what you mm. do with it, right? Mm. I'm like, okay. All right. So it was like, God, I'm not feeling this. What's, what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like, because I didn't tell you to start yet. I said, okay, okay. And so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so joy actually means Jesus over you, uniqueness, empowerment, industry. And then this industry um, again, this is at the foundation, and so there's very little that I can share because um, you know I'd be well. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always <laughs> it's in, on a hush. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like an umbrella. So under this umbrella, there's so many different programs that God is putting under this big umbrella. And so many people be like, "Oh, I own this block." No, I'm about to own communities, right? Come on. Because what he's what he's building in uh, different locations is you know programs for children, group homes. Right. Well, these children will really get the Bible, the biblical teachings. Anybody who comes under this umbrella, you got to be anointed. You have to be that one who's serving God because we're going to be dealing with children. We're going to be dealing with mothers, um, getting these ladies back into right standard. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Come from the way that we dress to come from the way we talk. Um, just even the way we eat, because some of us don't even know how to eat properly because that's just they never you know, got that experience. It's not that you got to be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. no, but you get you with your clothes, right? <laughs> get your elbows off the table. <laughs> exactly. But you know, but so many people, they didn't get that because I didn't get that. So because mm-hmm. I could be like this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look at all the fingers. Grace. <laughs> Listen. So it's like, no, you're going to be you, but there's there's a guidance that God He's been trying to show many many um people, and so just um like I said, it's going to be building communities. Um, I'll be able to hire people. They can either stay on board, or we can teach them how to open their own businesses so that they can do what they want to do. But at the end of the day, I mean, when I say this thing is going to be big, it's bigger than even what I can even say right now because the things that He keeps downloading me, I just like Jesus. Who gonna find this? Who gonna do this? Exactly. Because when he said the community, I said the community. And he kept saying industry. I said industry. Jesus, let me look this up and see what that say. Yeah, these are big words, Lord. <laughs> exactly. I said industry. <laughs> Dude, I'm just trying to be your friendly neighborhood, Joy. <laughs> I mean, you know, so even with the, the, the clothing line, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is so funny because I've just been sitting on these these clothing, um, you know, t-shirt ideas and all this stuff. And here you come, one of my girlfriends, we ain't talking like forever. Shout out to Kimmy. And here she come telling me she's uh, starting her t-shirt where she's, you know, making t-shirts and stuff. I said, that's why God didn't have me to venture out to try to find somebody who can make these shirts because he was saving you for me. 
Mm-hmm. So it's okay. everything is unpacking. So y'all, y'all remember that name because y'all won't see that name was a lot of buildings, and oh. it's not even it ain't even about me. Come on now, but say that. Now you just made a big announcement this month too. I did look. Yeah, you did. Yes, ma'am, you did. I don't say. You said you was gonna be on a TV show. Oh yeah, see, you see, you see how it don't even be about me. I be forgetting all. The- you was like, I did. What I say? <laughs> you know, because literally, because that's that's part of it. Because the mm-hmm. the um is um on Elevation TV and it's mm-hmm. Monday nights at nine p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually on TV, right? And so if you got the app on your 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 little smart TVs, because I don't have a smart TV. If somebody want to donate one to me, I'm willing to take it. <laughs> Can't watch my own show. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks to God you, for the internet. I got the internet. Listen, I'm so ready to just unplug you right now. <laughs> and so, and look, I'm at my, I'm at my godmother's house over the weekend. She got the smart TV. I was like, oh, you got all this? Oh, you can do this? I want one. Some some holidays coming up. I want one. <laughs> exactly. So yes, um, the show launched this month. It, uh, we started the first one on May 10th. So it's every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, mm-hmm. from TV, uh, YouTube, and even also on Facebook under uh, Elevation Network, uh, Elevation TV Network. Um, excuse me. And so um, yeah. And so and, and that show is not about me either because I want. I will be bringing on, you know, women who's having different conference events and who show sisterhood, not even mm-hmm. just women, but um, um, uh, getting together with some men as well as God leads. So we can show what real sisterhood, brotherhood, marriage is truly, 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 truly about um, speaking with the youth of how broken they are and how they're crying out for help. Um, so, yeah, so it's... it's um, well, congratulations. I was excited when I saw it. I was like, okay, look at her. Thank you. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get you on it. What? Uh-huh. Now, you know, you know the story I just told you. Yeah, dear, that's why I said, uh-huh. I'm pushing you out. Let me try and raise my eyebrows. I can't even do it. <laughs> you can too, remember, because you light-skinned now. <laughs> you know how you had one eyebrow up and one eyebrow uh-huh. <laughs> Just looking crazy instead of doing like this. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. So if you could change anything in your life, would you? Absolutely not. I would not change not one little thing, not even my fingernails, because that has made me who I am and it's making me become even better. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because if I change it, guess what? I don't know where I will be. And you wouldn't be helping the people you're helping either. Yeah, because so. um, I've been hiding a long time, but I'm showing up more now because there's so many people that just need that breakthrough. They need that breakthrough this time. Amen, amen. So yeah. what's next for you? I mean, I know you can't tell it all. Well, but- what's next for me is I'll be in Kansas. Nope. Yep, I'll be in Kansas in <laughs> July. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll be in Kansas. Um, mm-hmm. I'm part of a conference. I'm one of the uh, speakers. So if anybody out in Kansas, y'all better come on, check us out. Um, it's called the Golden Conference. Mm-hmm. And I'll be posting it on my Facebook. So 
But I have a, a couple of other ones that is more of a um, it's retreat, but it's private. It's, uh, it's in Williamsburg. So um, one of my friends, she has uh, she's going to do this retreat annually. So we'll be we'll be talking about that in a couple of months um, to where women just get together at a beach or some type of resort. Come, we pray, we exercise, whatever God leads. Um, you know, whatever he leads her to do for this event. And so mm. small and intimate. So it's not a bunch of women, but it's just small and intimate. So when you can soak in with God and really just release. And then, at, at, you know, as time goes past, hopefully we just all come together and just celebrate, right? Because everybody will really just be free from the things that's been holding them up, you know, that bondage, right. that baggage. So it's like, let's have a celebration of a freedom conference, right? Hey, <laughs> okay. Ain't yeah. that it. Okay. Well, see, here's the thing. Because this is recorded, you you can go back, but like, look, I already said this on such such date. But you know <laughs> what? Right. But listen, even if they try to steal it, it won't be the same because God didn't give it to them. So it's, it, it's true. Amen. Messed up because God did not get him that idea. So when he <laughs> if he give it to me to give it to somebody else, then that thing will be fruitful. But because Amen. I ain't give it to y'all, because I ain't give it to nobody yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now okay now how can people find you and contact you all your so, resources yep so i am on uh facebook joyce kiwana adams um yeah i think my name was up there but because i got that middle um, name yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't middle name. okay so joyce kiwana adams let me spell that middle name for you k-i-w-a-n-a see i'm the one with the red hair my hair's blonde now because i like to change it up but if you um, look for me on Facebook, I'm the one with the red hair. And um, I do have Instagram, and I believe it's Joyce Kiwana Adams as well. Don't quote me on that. But yes. Facebook, okay. Yes. Facebook will be the uh, fastest way. And I do have a website, um, coachjoyuniqueness.com. So go ahead and check it out. It's still in the making because I need to add some more stuff on there. But that's how you can reach me. All right. Now, if you could have any song, be your theme song. When you walked into a room, what would it be? This girl is on fire. This girl is on fire. See, it's almost not even fair because you watched my show, so you're right. <laughs> no, but you know, I do not. I do not. I do not see that question. Okay. Okay. All right. So, no, so, but that's so, it. Okay. So, why that song? Oh my goodness! From everything that I had went through, right that the dark place, and so now as I'm just as I'm walking through that room, only thing I feel is the fire, the fire of God. He's just overtaking, and so literally I don't care where I'm at. I can go into the grocery store. That's the fire. When I'm walking in that place, that's the fire. I, yeah. I have to command that atmosphere because I need these people to feel that fire, right? So right. I, I can go in the grocery store. God said, go in and stop and pray for them. The only thing they can feel is the fire. Whew, so that's all right. right now. Come that's, on now. Okay. <laughs> good choices. You made two good choices. Tiffany. Amen. And, Amen. And, and this girl's on fire. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, ah. you, you know what? I cannot thank you enough. For doing this tonight, you were more than a joy. You are definitely unique because I know that is your 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 brand as far as being unique. Yeah, but mainly. mainly, but mainly serving God 
and mainly serving his people mm-hmm. and making a difference. So mm-hmm. I thank God for you for being so transparent, letting people know not just where your past can take you through, but where it can bring you and what it can do for you, which can make you better and greater through him. Mm-hmm. So I, I thank you for being so open. This has just been an honor. So I'm, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed to be in your presence. You know what? You just cut it out. Like I said, just <laughs> with your light skin. So I, I ain't gonna never drop that. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my God. I heard a lot of things. I heard a lot of people say I lost weight because of the Lord. I heard people say they got a glow after they got saved. I ain't never heard nobody say they got light skin. That's a new one right there. Oh, that's a good one. Ah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much. And we will talk soon. Yes, ma'am. It was a pleasure. Thank it you. It was definitely a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much, George, for being on the show. And thank you for sharing your testimony with all of us and letting us know that no matter what you go through, you are more than a conqueror. Did you know World of Church Girl is live? That's right. World of Church Girl has gone live. As a matter of fact, this very episode was recorded live. You can see it on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and even LinkedIn. And if you would like to learn more about World of Church Girl, aka yours truly, go to www.worldofchurchgirl.com and find out more. You haven't hit that subscription button? What are you waiting for? You don't want to miss another episode. If you would like to be on World of Church Girl, go to www.worldofchurchgirl.com and let's see what we can do with that thing. And always, thanks for joining your one and only Worldly Church Girl.